Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, The Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is March 15th, 2021. The pandemic has had an unfortunate impact on my piano practice. In truth, I've never been a promising student. My musical efforts have always rather resembled roadwork on an overused urban highway. That is to say, not so much an exercise in inventive construction as one in increasingly inadequate repair. Still, for some years, my piano teacher would relieve the general ear strain by suggesting some new tune for me to work on. All of this unfortunately ended with the pandemic, and for the last year I've been steadily practicing the same narrow repertoire. Practice has not made perfect. However, my wife has been giving me increasingly pointed hints that now might be a good time for a change of tune. Similar advice could be given to the Federal Reserve as they gather for their second FOMC meeting of the year, this Tuesday and Wednesday. Since their last meeting in late January, the United States has made considerable progress against the pandemic, with new cases falling from a daily average of over 160,000 to a more manageable, although still high, 55,000. More significantly, the vaccine rollout has gained momentum, with total administered doses climbing from under 25 million to well over 100 million and rising at a pace of close to 2.5 million per day. At this rate, given resistance gained from both infection and inoculation, the United States appears set to approach herd immunity over the summer, allowing life to return almost to normal by the fall. On the economic front, data have been encouraging, with retail sales surging by 5.3% in January and we believe rising again in February, as the Census Bureau will likely report on Tuesday. Housing's also been very resilient, and despite bad weather in the middle of the month, how February housing starts due out on Wednesday could approach their 15-year high of 1.68 million units set in December. Overall, despite continued weakness in the service sector, it now appears that first-quarter GDP will register a solid gain in output. Third, inflation signals are getting hotter. Crude oil, which was trading in the low $50 a barrel for for a barrel of West Texas Intermediate Crude at the time of the January FOMC meeting, is now in the mid-60s, while the ISM Manufacturing Prices Paid Index for February came in at its highest level since 2008. Finally, the American Rescue Plan, signed into law last week, will provide an estimated $1.164 trillion of additional spending to the economy between now and the end of September, with most of the money going to low- and middle-income households who have a greater propensity to spend rather than save. All of this all of this, is likely stronger than FOMC participants expected in January. Consequently, while we do not expect any changes in policy at this week's meeting, the language in the post-meeting statement will likely be upgraded. In particular, the Fed may feel obliged to acknowledge the resilience of recent economic data, the potential for oil prices to boost inflation going forward, and the positive impact on the economy from a receding pandemic and extraordinary fiscal stimulus. However, in addition to changes in the statement, the Fed will provide markets with new forecasts of key economic variables, updated for the first time since their mid-December meeting. At that time, the median FOMC forecast for the fourth quarter of this year was year-over-year real GDP growth of 4.2%, an unemployment rate of 5%, and year-over-year inflation of 1.8%, as measured by the personal consumption deflator. At that time, FOMC members expected growth to sow markedly in 2022 and 2023, with unemployment drifting down to 3.7% by the fourth quarter of 2023, and inflation edging up to 2% year-over-year. 
This week, the Fed will likely upgrade forecasts for the fourth quarter this year, possibly projecting real GDP growth of more than 5%, unemployment of between 45 and 5%, and inflation touching 2%. However, the committee will likely maintain a view that the recovery will slow thereafter, despite a stronger start. That being said, it may well be that the new forecast will show inflation of over 2% in both 2022 and 2023 and an unemployment rate of 3.5% by the end of 2023, thereby seemingly meeting the Fed's criteria of inflation above 2% and maximum employment. While these changes in lyrics and notes are likely, the question remains whether the Fed will change its tune overall. Part of this answer will come in the dot plot for the federal funds rate. At the December meeting, of those 17 FOMC members submitting forecasts, none saw a forecast, uh, forecast a rate hike by the end of 2021. Only one saw a rate hike by the end of 2022, and five saw a rate hike by the end of 2023. Logically, an improving economic outlook should cause some members to switch to expecting a rate hike by the end of 2023, and futures markets are now pricing that in. However, the dilemma for FOMC members is that if they switch to forecasting this at this week's meeting, they could add fuel to a surge in long-term interest rates that has gained momentum in recent weeks. This concern could persuade them to retain forecasts of no rate hike through the end of 2023, even if they privately doubt that they either should or would be that easy. Similarly, in his post-FOMC press conference, Jay Powell could stress that the economy is still in a difficult position and that the Fed is still a long way from reducing the pace of its asset purchases, never mind increasing the federal funds rate. However, he would be well advised to change his tune a little to reflect better economic prospects. Eventually, the bond market has to adjust to a new reality of a recovered economy, and it may well throw a tantrum as it does so. However, it is better to do this now, when the economy is enough gathering momentum to offset higher rates, rather than later, when it might be in a more vulnerable position. As a parent, it's better to stand your ground and endure the tantrums of a four-year-old, rather than always give in and later face the more destructive tantrums of a teenager. A change of tune is likely coming from the Fed, and this should cause a further rise in long-term interest rates. For the economy, it would be better if they do so sooner rather than later. For investors, it's important to be positioned for it whenever it arrives, and recognise that higher rates likely favour stocks over bonds and value over growth. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, The Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead.